Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you have found the ultimate podcast for your pro wrestling needs. You've tuned into the Mega Powers Pro Wrestling Podcast with your weekly dose of what's happening in the world of professional wrestling. We bring you the latest in WWE, AEW, and much more. Now, here are your hosts of the Mega Powers Pro Wrestling Podcast, Rob T and K-Fay Chris. Hey, 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 what's up, everybody? What's going on, people? It is another week, and we are ready to talk some pro wrestling. We are super, super excited. Um, Chris, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, brother. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Are, are you uh, getting nervous yet? We, well, we got a week away. A right? week away, one week to go. Yeah, Chris is going to be getting married next in a week. week. Yeah. Yes, sir. So I know he's excited. Um you know, so I'm 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 so happy for you, man. But we are excited today because we are going to talk some pro wrestling. Yes, um, we are. As you can tell, a little bit early on releasing this episode. There's a special reason for that. So we're actually recording on a Saturday morning, and the reason missing my cartoons right now. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. But the reason why is because we we have a special guest with us. Uh, I got to meet uh, this young man in Uvalde, Texas, at the aftermath show. He was uh, he was there, put on a great show. Um, he did wrestle for a championship. Came up short. Personally, I think he should have won it. Uh, Agreed. Yeah, he, it was it was an amazing, amazing match. But we spoke at the show. Very cool guy, and uh, we talked about coming on the podcast, and he was all for it. It just so happened this was the available time for him because he's actually in transition. He's headed to Houston, where he's going to be uh, wrestling tonight. So, without further ado, we want to introduce Mister. Max Heights. What up, y'all? Hey, 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 man. How's it going? I had to hello, put, hello. Your music on for you. I man. feel that. I feel that. It gets me in the groove. You know what I'm saying? It gets me in the groove. <laughs> so, and I think the music was very well selected because from what we've seen, oh yeah, you are definitely someone that likes to fly high. Yeah, yeah awesome. he does. Uh, but man, we just want to thank you so much for coming all this way because you're actually from San Angelo, right? Yes. So West Texas. Yeah. So you came. Went to Uvalde because you had a show there last night, and now you're going to Houston, mm-hmm. and it just so happens we're right kind of in between. Right in the middle. It worked out so perfectly. Yeah, yeah. And so. I do Central Texas. Yeah. <laughs> I do want to apologize ahead of time. My allergies are trash. I don't know if you guys noticed oh, when I walked okay. in. Um, West Texas is horrible with yeah. that. Um, Midland had like this dust storm that blew to San Angelo, and uh-huh. it, it, oh. my first match was actually yesterday morning with my allergies, oh, and wow. then I had a match yesterday, so yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I'm glad you're here. I have my dog outside, so hopefully the hair won't get you too. Oh bad. no, it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> so, but uh, anyway, but yeah, man, we were really excited that you're here. So uh, thankful to you that you were able to make it out here. Um, the one thing we we love we want to do on this show we want it to be a kind of a normal thing eventually because we're still kind of young, right? Mm-hmm. But what we want to do is is showcase different talent in the indie scene, you know, because uh, we want to give you guys a platform, right? Because mm-hmm. you know what you do. Some people may not see it, but us true wrestling fans do. It's an art, um, what you do in the ring, what you do on the mic, you know. So we want to give that platform to the performers, and we leave it up to them, you know. Be mm-hmm. be you, be who you are, you know what I mean? So uh, we've had the uh, privilege of having Corvus on. We had Phoebe on. Uh, and then, of course, uh, was it last? No, two weeks ago, we had uh, King Cobra Exotic come on. Uh, and all of we've they've all been great conversations. So can't forget about Nate Nasty Nasty. Oh Nate. yeah, Nate Nasty Nasty Nate. He's still trying to get into your wedding. He is trying to. He's like <laughs> messaging me. 
<laughs> but you know what? He has a show that night, so I'm hoping that you know he doesn't sneak away. <laughs> he keeps messing with them about about showing up to his wedding. He's gonna, oh, he shoot. says he's going to bring the whole dog pound. <laughs> so, but anyway, but yeah, man, perros. <laughs> let's get started now. Before we start talking about you, I do want to ask you, as you know. Uh, Unfortunately, the the news this week was we lost a legend, which was mm-hmm. Scott Hall. Yeah. First question I want to ask you basically is: is did Scott Hall play, or did he have an impact on you, uh, maybe on on you deciding to wrestle, or whatever the case may be? And you know, just kind of tell us a little bit on your thoughts on Scott Hall. So you know, love to hear your your thoughts on that. Um, it it hit me real hard. Really? Uh, yeah. Um, I wouldn't say like he was like influential. Um. I mean, he was, like, he was probably, like, in all realness, one of the first people that I actually, like, was like, oh, that guy. Right. Um, especially with his whole, hey, yo. Like, mm-hmm. every time I heard that, like, my dad would be like, hey, yo. And I'd be like, this guy's cool. Like, right. <laughs> um, but, I, you know, I was a little kid when he was in the NWO, so I was kind of like, oh, you guys are heels. I'm more of the baby face guy. He also mm-hmm. took Rey Mysterio's mask, so that kind of. Yeah. Because yeah. Rey was, like, my first guy. Yeah. Um. But man, like looking back at it now, like I watch so much Scott Hall. Um, like there's so many guys from back in the day that I would like watch their matches, and mm-hmm. Razor was one of them. Like I, when I went back and seen who Razor Ramon was, right, I was like, dang, like I, I missed out on this because I was too young for that. But right, right. But man, like just seeing his charisma and like just, I mean, what I do now kind of makes me feel Razor esque. Like the I way that you. I enter to the ring. I right. I do so co- like I'm so cocky. Like right. I try not to be if you guys like me. Like I'm, I'm pro- <laughs> it's confidence, it's not cocky. Um but yeah, it's 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 a lot of razor. And last night I actually uh came out with the uh, NWO Wolfpack shirt, the awesome. two pick. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. Um, I really wanted to go to the show last night. Uh I'm not gonna say unfortunately because it was actually a good reason, but mm-hmm. um I was playing a gig last night. Oh shit. Uh, I just joined a new band that's actually the reason why we we can't record on on uh, thursdays anymore because mm. we used to record our podcast on thursdays mm-hmm. well i can't do it now because now i rehearse with my new band that's dope on thursdays but yesterday was my debut so oh, cool, i was i was pretty stoked about so that's why i couldn't make the show but i'm hoping to make the one in april so we'll see what happens <laughs> yeah <laughs> but um anyway so you said you were too young to see the razor mm-hmm. but how i mean how old are you I'm 28 right now. Dang, you are young. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, so, like, my first, like, the very first image of wrestling in my head is pretty much seeing, like, Bill Goldberg walk through the curtain. Okay. Spyro going everywhere. That's when I was like, what is this? Like, right. it was in my grandpa's house. I was right. just like, oh, yeah. this looks cool. And then, um, my dad was watching it as well. And that's, I mean, those were the people that I really seen was, like, Sting and the NWO. So yeah. I always seen Scott, you know? Yeah. Um, and Scott was like, I don't like I don't really know how to like describe it like he just he like I just gravitated towards him and right. Kev like they were just so cool like, right um so yeah like I mean definitely like it hit me hard whenever I heard the news like yeah. especially when I heard just that he was on life support and they were gonna discontinue yeah. right uh-huh. um and then when they said he was breathing on his own man I was like oh he's gonna push through. yeah he's, he's gotta, gotta kick he's out try to yeah man. but um yeah, but I was anticipating it the whole time and once they released the news I kind of just I like <laughs> My girl and I, I think my uh, my son too. Like he kind of noticed, like yo, something's wrong with dad right now. <laughs> yeah, but um, and my son likes all the old school wrestlers. Like, and so when he seen the little tribute video they played on Raw, um, he was just like Razor, and I was like, just like that. Like yeah. you learned who he is, just like yeah, that. Like yeah. so, um, so yeah, dude. Like I'm just 
I was stunned by it. So. Right. Sorry. That's just that's that's my little dog. Oh, that's cool. I love Come, dogs. Coming to say hi. hi. <laughs> so you uh, mentioned that you know you saw it, you know sitting with your grandpa and sitting with your dad. So your family were fans of wrestling too. Yes. Uh, my grand, both of my grandfathers actually. Um, but uh, one of them lived in a different town. So the one that lived in my hometown, like every time I went to visit, every Monday night it was Nitro. Like, and my dad watched Nitro. So, yeah, like, those two kind of got me started on WCW. Um, but my dad, like, you know, he'll always talk about the Von Erics and stuff like right, that. Right. So, like, that was... Well, the, okay, so that leads me to a question for you then. Okay. So, if your dad told you about the Von Erics mm-hmm. and all that stuff, did you ever go back and look at old school wrestling? Like, from the era mm. of the Von Erics and things like that? Now. Now you uh, do. To okay. study, yes. Okay. Um, back then, I, I would, like... <laughs> Like, I'm not even going to lie. Like, I would watch stuff from, like, 93, and I'd be like, oh, it's too old for me. Like, yeah, yeah. But um, but now, like, I can go back and watch that stuff and be like, oh, this stuff's actually pretty good. Like, right. <laughs> but right. Uh, but back then, as a kid, I just wanted to see stuff from my era because, yeah. I mean, I grew up well, with, of like, course. like, O2, like, Ruthless Aggression, like, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, yeah. And back then, it's more, like, slow-paced and, like, slow it down. But that's good stuff to study. You know? Right, so, right. And, and I'm glad you said that because, in my opinion, I think... And, and this is just a fan's opinion. You know, I'm not I'm not in the business or anything like that. So I want to make sure everybody out there that's listening that are performers. I am by no we, no means, you know, telling you what to do or anything yeah. like that. <laughs> but in my opinion, as a fan, I think the new generation would do good to study the, the old. Cause mm-hmm. it, and this is a great little question for you because you technically are a high flyer, right? Mm-hmm. You're that, that's your style, right? Mm-hmm. Um I feel, in my opinion, that a lot of a lot of the wrestling now there's it's a spot fest. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going for the spot, yes. and and they're not taking their time to tell a story. You know what I mean? Be I remember being a kid watching the WrestleMania match between Hulk Hogan and Ultimate Warrior. If you go back and look at that match now, it's kind of boring because mm-hmm. they really didn't do much. But if you allow yourself to go into the story of what they did that that day you'll see it and you'll feel it because mm-hmm. in their small movements and everything that they do even though they're not doing much there's a story that they're telling mm-hmm. you know because here you got two icons of the industry in the day that were fan favorites like crazy right like you hear the pop in that place yeah. well who's the better one and that's and that's what you get when you watch it mm-hmm. so when you watch it that way you see the storytelling even though moves wise they don't do much something is definitely still happening. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just my opinion, like I said, but I really think that um, the younger generation now, it would just make their work better. That Again, my opinion, but yeah, that's no, what I yeah, think. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I, I trained at the uh, Texas Wrestling Academy with Rudy Gonzalez cool. in San Antonio, and his like one of his main things was psychology. Right. And so like if you ever watch any of my matches, like I, I do high-flying stuff, but I make sure it makes sense. I oh, don't, yeah. I don't like doing the whole like, Big, big, yeah. big, big, like yeah. stuff. That was one thing that we. I remember we mentioned after the uh, the aftermath show. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about like you were good, but it all made sense. Like everything that you did made perfect sense. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't just for the sake of the high spot or for the sake of the pop mm-hmm. race. You know, yeah. it made sense. So I, I'll give you kudos on that one. And I think we both it. agree that that match between Nathan Bradley was the match. Of it the was night. the match of the Thank night. Thank you guys. Yeah, yeah. it was definitely yes. the match of the night. Him, um, him and I have really good chemistry together. Did I, yeah. well, didn't you guys? Now correct me if I'm wrong, because I think I've seen you guys wrestle before. Did y'all? Did y'all wrestle before? One more time. It wasn't at AWP though. 
Okay. Um, but we have worked one other time. Okay. Maybe I just saw footage of it then or something. Cause, mm-hmm. cause I, I, I feel like I had seen you guys go at it before, mm-hmm. but yeah, we, we were both like, it was the match of the night for sure. Thank you. For yeah. sure. Um, I, after that, like, well, the second match of the night might have been uh, El Toxico because he's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's hilarious. I want I'm gonna ring him on the show. He's pretty oh, funny. Yeah. But um so talk about your I guess your origins. Like what made you say, oh, I'm gonna do this? Like this is what I wanna do, this is what how I want to uh you know, I wanna be a professional wrestler. when did that happen for you? Um so I guess I can pinpoint like my fandom, like when it started, like I talked about Ray. Um, I don't like, I remember seeing like, you know, Goldberg and all that, like I said, but to me, like, and this is crazy, but I really specifically for some reason, remember when Ray lost his mask, I remember like, that's the point in time where I remember just continuously watching wrestling and knowing what was going on. Uh-huh. Like at first I was just like, Oh, Ray Mysterio. Cool. He's doing high flying stuff. Uh, Goldberg, he's beating somebody up. Cool. But when Ray lost the mask, I remember being invested in a story at that point. Like, oh, look, look at Ray, look at Ray. Right. Um, and I wanted to be like that. But um, and then like fast forward, like I kind of started thinking like, oh, these guys are kind of big. Like, I don't know if I can do that. Like, yeah. oh, and so gotcha. I kind of like lost the dream of it. Like, even though Ray was like the smallest guy ever. Yeah. Like I would when I started watching WWE, I'm looking at The Rock and Steve Austin and I'm like, oh, yeah, nah, <laughs> it would be cool. But, you know, probably not. And then. um it really hit me when The Rock and Cena did their their promo, their very first match. Right. Um, that year long build up. Because um, okay, at that point, lifetime. yeah, one, the first one, time, yeah, the first time, <laughs> the first um, once in a lifetime. <laughs> but uh, and that's crazy too, because a lot of people, you know, they say what they say about that match. But to me, that build up was amazing. Like, and it, the reason I think it's amazing is because like I was kind of in a weird time in my life. Like I was just, I just went through some stuff, and like I. That was my getaway. Like every time I would get home and watch Raw and watch what Cena and The Rock are doing, I'm like, I'm invested. Like I forget about everything, but just watch them. And uh, at the same time, you know, I'm seeing guys like on the undercard who are kind of smaller dudes now, and I'm I'm not even realizing it. I'm just like, oh shoot, like this guy's kind of smaller. Right. But uh, I'm just so invested in whatever The Rock and and uh, Cena are doing, and so that kind of put two and two together. I'm like, okay, there's smaller guys who are capable of doing this on a higher level, and also. Rock and Cena are taking me out of anything that's going on in my life. I want to be able to do that to somebody too, you know. Right, right. And so, uh, so that's when it all hit me. Like, all right, I need to, I need to try to figure out how to do this because, like, they, they got me away from things. I want to be able to do that. You know, I want to be able to be that escape for people. Right. And so, uh, and it's just great form of entertainment. So I was like, yeah, like I need to try to do it. Like anything that I watch on TV that can make me escape, and if I can be that for somebody, so. uh, so yeah, that I was probably around what was that two thousand? That was about ten years ago. Now, wow, right? wow, Holy yeah, crap. yeah. So yeah, um, as soon as that happened, you know, I just I started watching the product or whatever. And then they did their second match, and then that next year, that was when Cena headlined against Daniel Bryan at SummerSlam. Right, and right. I was like, Daniel Bryan, like yeah. Bryan Danielson, yeah. the main event of SummerSlam with yeah, Cena, yeah. like that. That's. Yeah. This should, that could be me like and uh and th- he's, thank he's him, very you know? he's very like everybody knows he started in the indie scene yes and it's he, like, he it's, trained at yeah Ru- yeah so because it uh, seems like it's always brought up somehow yes. you know what i mean mm-hmm. so yeah that's oh, dude that's a great like 
example or you know yeah. what i mean so i mean and that was that was like around the time that I, that very next month is when i moved to san antonio yeah. and started training so yeah hey man uh totally off subject totally i don't mean to throw everything off the rails but i want to ask you a question mm-hmm. would you like anything from starbucks from starbucks yeah my no, wife's headed out there so no, that's why no, I'm, I'm fine thank you <laughs> thank you so much no anyway i'm fine <laughs> No, no, it's, it's all good. It's all good. Thank you. Um, for those that don't know, we record the podcast in my home, you know, so it's just one of those things. We're, we're nice and chill here, so, you know, hey, if you come early enough one day, maybe you'll have some food before you even uh, do the podcast. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, but anyway, so I, I got to tell you this, man. The one thing I'm really loving is so far, all the indie superstars that we have interviewed, mm-hmm. when you ask them the question, why'd you get into this or what, it's never, oh, the money, the fame, or it's, it's the answers haven't been that. And I got to say, I'd really admire that because you're right. Pro wrestling is an escape. Mm-hmm. You know, pro wrestling has been there for me countless times. I've been watching pro wrestling since I was probably about five or four, four or five years old. And I'm 46 now. So that's a lot of years. You know, I'm, I come from that old school, the Von Eric era and stuff oh, yeah, like that. Yeah. I've been following Shawn Michaels career since Shawn Michaels was in Southwest championship wrestling Dang. in San Antonio. Nice. You know what I mean? So that's how long I've been in pro wrestling. And the other thing I find interesting, Chris, is that it seems like everybody has the same kind of story about how they got into wrestling is that their grandparents brought them in. Right. <laughs> Cause yeah. it was, it was my grandparents that actually brought me into professional wrestling nice, too. Nice. So I, I just, I just find that really, really, really funny and really interesting. Well, I don't, like I told you before that, you know, when I came to wrestling, no one really pushed me into it. Yeah. But I was talking to uh, my godmother and my dad's sister uh, earlier this week and she was asking about the podcast, what we do. And she said that her grandparents used to make her take her to wrestling go to events like that awesome. so i guess it's it's in the lineage yeah I just didn't yeah. no one directly to me yeah introduced me to yeah. it so the thing i find funny max about i guess pro wrestling as a whole is it still seems it still seems to be shunned on sometimes oh yeah you know what i mean yeah. but it's so damn popular yeah, yeah. like there everybody everybody knows hulk hogan Mm-hmm. everybody's heard of the rock mm-hmm. you know john cena even people that don't watch wrestling all the time and it's like to me it just still kind of surprises me that it gets the flack that it gets yeah you know and like I, and i know why you know it all goes back to that stigma of, oh it's fake and all this other stuff yeah. and it's like no one ever said it was real fighting right yeah. you know it's like it's an art form like you said it's mm-hmm. entertainment well, i was thinking about this the other night uh when i was heading back home from the show we went to yeah uh, tonight yeah and um you know, you have, okay, I've told you before, yeah, everybody knows I'm a big comic book fan. So you have, like, you know, you got your DC universe, you got your Marvel universe, you know, you got other independent comic books, stuff like that. Wrestling is almost like that. Right. You've right, got right. WWE, you got WCW, but then you have these stories, like a multiverse where wrestlers are going here, wrestlers are going there. Right. Kind right. of thing, you know, and these characters, it's kind of the same thing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and, it, and if you allow yourself to get lost in it, right? It'll it'll take you away from. I mean, let's be honest. We all got shit that we go through, you know. Especially nowadays with the pandemic and you know, um, sorry, the pandemic. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> Whoa, we ain't going there. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Starbucks was cool, but you're stepping the line, sir. <laughs> um, but with all that stuff, we need an we need an escape. You know, it, it helps. And pro wrestling, I think, is a great escape if you follow it. Now that I'm learning about the indie scene too, mm-hmm. even more so. You know, there's certain individuals that I'm looking at, like you know, when Corvus came on the show, he talked about guys that he was going after. And I gotta be honest, and I hope Corvus is listening. What really pulled me into that is is 
it literally did like what WCW did back in the day. It made me go, wait, is that storyline or is he really pissed at these dudes? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if you blur the lines for me, mm. I'm happy. Yeah. I love it. You yeah. know, I love that a lot. So, so yeah, man. So I think you're, you're, uh, I think you're a great talent just from what I've seen already mm-hmm. um, and everything. So uh, personally, I think you're, you've made a good decision. Now, of course, what's your like ultimate goal, your ultimate dream? Is it, is it just to be, a pro wrestler or nah i want to get to the big leagues or i want to get to you know what i'm saying like what is actually your your goal for this um i mean first off like my my very first goal was to get to wwe like that's gotcha that could be anybody's goal you know yeah yeah um that was like the ultimate that's what i want to do and now i kind of feel like that's more so just because i want to like say oh i competed at wrestlemania like because that's a spectacle you know yeah um but and and I actually have it written down in my notes too. Like um, when I make it to WrestleMania, I want to go to a mirror and yell at myself and say, "You fucking made it!" Like, nice. sorry, if I can't. Right. no, no, you're uh, good, you're good. But uh, but yeah, like I, I I I had that written down like as soon as I started this, and uh, and now it's just like my 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 head just goes so many places. Like AEW opened up now, and I see a bunch of guys that I had shows with back in the day. You know, like Sammy and Ricky and and Keith Lee. Wow, they're all on the main stage now, and I'm like, man, like. I remember when those guys were kind of like where I'm at right now, kind of the, the, you know, the guys at the top of the indies in Texas. Right, right. And just like thinking like, man, like I can, I have this opportunity, I have this opportunity. And then there's also so many like higher up, you know, like I'd love to go to Impact. Like I remember yeah. watching like TNA back in the day. Yeah. And uh, oh, I remember TNA. And just like, I mean, just thinking to myself, like just being somebody who can be known as a pro wrestler now would be like that's that's all i want to do right, you know like right. if i could just do this every weekend and right, get right. paid amazing right. for it like because to me like like you said it's not about the money at all mm. but if it makes like if it, if this is how i make a living i'm fine with yeah. it you know like this yeah. that's that's my ultimate goal now in your in your statement just now i could go so many different ways here but i'm gonna start with this one and then we'll go to this other mm, one yeah. the first question is how long have you been doing this um it's about to be uh let me see 2022 so in 2023 it'll be 10 years wow so you've been at this for a while yes um i started in 2013 um that september of 2013 and i actually caught on really quick like i had my first match like i think that december or january and uh and then my trainer he uh this is kayfabe um (laughs) he he had me put a mask on and uh I'm, i'm only saying this because i don't know if you know this mask gimmick's ever gonna come back or not i got just you. for like you know pops you. um but yeah i was a lucha guy for uh the first half of my career and then what um, was your name then still max heights it was uh it's a secret i don't yeah, want anybody don't, to know he doesn't want anybody to know that's why he uh, said it's yeah, kayfabe yeah, gotcha. um you maybe, might find maybe, out eventually. maybe he'll tell us when the mics are off yeah yeah <laughs> i'll let you guys know then <laughs> um but uh yeah so like i did that and then um i mean you know when, when you're first starting you're getting like a show a month and you're thinking yeah. oh dude i'm doing so yeah, well yeah, yeah. and then uh i i was doing that for progressively for a while and then when i had my son it was in 2017 i kind of wanted to take a break from it i, I right. didn't want to leave i didn't want to be on the road right and i kind of lost passion for it because like I, I love lucha libre like that was that was something that like i would come to uvalde i have family that lives in uvalde uh-huh. i would always come there and they would watch their you know their novelas and shit yeah and i would watch triple r after that yeah like oh dude this is cool like and i I knew who all those guys were and it was cool but for me like wrestling i wanted to be myself like i wanted to represent myself of course um 
I know Lucha, like, a lot of people want to do that Lucha thing, like, and Ray was one of my favorites, but I had my mind set out on what I wanted to do, and when he put the mask on me, it was cool at first, I was like, cool, you know, and everybody wanted to take pictures with me, like, oh, he's a superhero type guy. Right, right. Um, all the kids love you, like, right. you sell so much merch, and uh, and then I just kind of lost passion, I was like, man, this isn't what I wanted to do, though, and I would try to write out, like, I, I try to write out a comic book for me, like, I try to give myself, a like, a great character and i right. just couldn't do it because i wanted to be max heights yeah and uh yeah so when i had my son and took a little bit of time off i kind of started developing the whole max heights thing like how am i gonna let this come out like i wanted to do like a the mask versus hair match or whatever it might have been right um but i figured you know this could be something that i could have in my back pocket because uh i know a lot of people from my hometown knew that i was the lucha guy before and i right. know there's so many people who have asked me like hey are you ever gonna do that over here like right are we ever gonna see that guy again? Right, right. So, uh, so yeah, it's in my back pocket now. But, um, but yeah, like. So, did you train lucha style? Uh, no, I was okay. a, it was American lucha. Um, okay, I got you. My my trainer taught me how to do lucha stuff, but he still kept me um, on like you know American. We we work on the left, and in Mexico they work on the right. Right. So, um, I've tried to get it down. It's it's still kind of like a foreign language to me. But, yeah. Uh, but it's he, a very different style. Like if yeah, you, if you were really to watch. Uh, like you said, you watch Triple A. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've ever watched like a, sh a whole lucha show. Yeah. yeah. So for those of y'all that don't know, if you ever watch Mexican wrestling, right, lucha libre, mm -hmm. um, it's totally different. Like they have feuds and everything, just like they do here in the states. But it's almost it's it's almost like a choreographed dance. Yeah. When yeah. They, from 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 the going back in the ropes, from the flying, everything. It's it's like boom 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 mm -hmm. boom. One one move right after the other, right after the other. Whereas here in the states. You'll see that, like you said, Ray will do it every now and then. Well, he'll do maybe five consecutive moves, and then there's a pause because now you're yeah you you're, you're doing the your storytelling, you're doing mm -hmm, what right. you're doing there. But yeah. with but in Mexico, it's just boom, 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 yeah, boom after yeah. one after the other, one after the other. So it's fun to watch, right? Yeah, but it's yeah. just and their characters. Oh, dude, dude yes. <laughs> I, I really kind of gravitated towards those death metal characters, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. which was always weird to me because, uh, like, I'm a Christian. It's like, why am I following the Satanist guy? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, but, but yeah, it's 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 very entertaining. Um, so, but that's cool, man. That you uh, that you actually did some of that some of that lucha style and everything else. Mm -hmm. um, the other question I wanted to ask from what you said. Uh, is now that you've seen some of these guys come up and like you said they're in AEW, it's no secret that WWE and AEW really run things very differently. In WWE, you're gonna do what they tell you to do. Mm -hmm. You're gonna say what they tell you to say. Mm -hmm. Whereas in AEW, Tony Khan gives he lets the talent be talented. Does that play a factor in your decision now, or is your goal still you want to do the WWE? Yeah, that's um it it kind of does play a role because I've seen a lot of guys who they just like switched up on a dime uh -huh. and made into something completely different. Right. And that, that goes back with me doing the whole uh, Lucha thing. Like if they have me do something that I'm not passionate about, I'm going to lose passion about what I'm doing. Right. And right. it shows, man, like you go in the ring and you just don't like, like my last year doing that, it just didn't like, I was not having the best matches. Yeah. Yeah. And if I'm doing that on national television, like, it's yeah. not gonna look well, good at perfect all perfect example you brought up was keith lee yeah that yeah. last little time that he was there you saw like the passion wasn't there mm -hmm. you could see it in his face mm -hmm. you know so i mean that that like you said man to wrestle at wrestlemania that would be dope for sure yeah, for sure yeah, you know no but it's like 
to get that you gotta you gotta take this too it's like are you mm. willing to take that mm. for the sake of the art you know because when you get someone that's willing to let you be who you are mm. i mean come on man that just i don't know that to me that just you know i'm not trying to say that AEW is better or anything like that but it's just there's some things in AEW that shine when you watch the program because they're allowing the talent to do what they do oh, yeah, you know sure. what i mean so when you came up with the max heights name mm-hmm. was that like just automatic did it did no, it just flow to you or did it take some thought i i didn't even have a wrestling name when i started really like i i was literally gonna just be myself like i i try to like lower it down like my name is michael hernandez uh-huh. um i literally was like i guess i just call myself like like mh or mike h like something right. really short something right. to catch on right and um we were leaving from training one day as me and terrell tempo um one of my best friends and he was like well so what's your wrestling name and I was like, what do you mean wrestling name? Like, we not just use our <laughs> names? Like, and his name, like, we, his name was Tim. We called yeah. him Tim. Um, and uh, I was like, well, do you have a wrestling name? And he's like, yeah, Terrell Tempo. And I'm like, oh, dang. Okay. And <laughs> I was like, that's really dope. I was like, oh, well, I didn't, I didn't think about what my name would be like. And he was like, well, what do you want? And I was like, I don't know. And he's like, well, you're a high flyer. So let's think about high flying names. And I was like, well, I want to keep my initials um, because I have like a very oh, okay. distinct signature. Yeah. And, uh, He's like, okay, well, let's think about it. All right. So we, we sat there in silence for like five minutes. And he's like, do you like anything? I was like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, like I said something stupid. I was like, I like reptiles. And he's like, no, 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 not like that. Like, <laughs> and then uh, so we just sat there and he's like, all right, well, let's see. Your last name is Hernandez. So how about uh, Heights? It's an H. And I was like, okay. And he's like, so now we got to think of the M. And he was like, what about Major Heights? And I was like, that sounds like a sergeant name. <laughs> yeah, right, right. And uh, he was like, what about, how about just Mike Heights? And I was like, uh, no. And um, at the same time, we were like maximum heights. And we looked at each other. And like almost like at the same time, max heights. And I was like, oh, cool. It's actually max height. Uh-huh. And I got home and he's like, hey. So I was thinking about it. If you call yourself max height, people are going to think you're tall. Oh, He's like, why yeah, don't you just call yourself Heights? Like, and I was like, okay, yeah, that works. And so that that's how it came wow. about. So that was that oh, moment. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then they made me do the lucha thing, and I was. I, I just, just feel that when I was born, my parents did the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> sat down. What are we gonna name him? <laughs> Dude, I, I think funny. it's a, I think it's a great name. Thank you. Uh, and and I. Uh, of course just my opinion it sounds to me like that's a name that could follow you anywhere you go even oh, yeah, if you yeah. were to make it you know kind of big. And it definitely goes with your character for sure style for sure. ring yeah. for sure persona, so. yeah yeah no i think i think that was a perfect name so is that so after you had the name is that when you went with that entrance music or was it no i i i didn't um so like i originally used to come out to paper planes okay uh, by mia uh-huh. um because that was my gimmick like i would i would walk to the ring and the fans would throw paper planes oh like, that's all dope. it looks so cool yeah, yeah. And then I transitioned into a heel, which right now um, I have like a different, different, uh, whole different persona. I have a right. different theme song, whatever. Right. Um, and so with the the theme song you played, Fly Away by Lenny Kravitz. Yeah. That's, it's kind of like a preview into what's going to happen in the future for me. Oh, um, okay. So like the first, I like ev- like evolving. Like right. I know that that is necessary in wrestling. For sure. So with the paper planes thing, like it was a cool introduction to max heights fans throwing paper planes i come out i'm this you know clean cut baby face right get in the ring and then i turn into this this evil cocky guy yeah and then eventually i turn into like all right i need to you know i want to skyrocket like the whole right. song he's i want to get away i want to fly away like right. that's so when i get to that point i'm 
I'm manifesting it right now with yeah. you guys. Yeah. When I get to like the point where like I'm gonna say in a couple years, maybe not even, I wanna be one of the top guys in independent wrestling and possibly on TV. Like nice. I want to I wanna be that guy that everybody I wanna be one of the guys, core guys that people are like, Oh yeah, he's one of the best right. in wrestling. Right. Um Right. Your name's just gonna pop up. Yeah. yeah. And I wanna I wanna be able to put myself out there like that. So that's kinda why I use that song for AWP. I got you. Um it's the only place that I'm kind of technically still working babyface for. Right. So, right. Uh, so I wanted to use that. <laughs> Spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I wanted to use that so I can uh, I can really like put it in my mind. Like, all right, like pretty soon you're gonna break away, you're gonna fly away, right. you're gonna be that guy. So. Right. Right. That's awesome. I, I got to tell you the one thing that that has also uh, impressed me. Um, and and please understand, this is no. I don't mean this any, any insult to any indie wrestlers out there. I'm just getting into this indie scene, and, oh, I'm, yeah, yeah. and I'm loving it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's so cool. It's more than just because for the longest time I thought, well, if I go to an indie show down the street, you know, I'm gonna see a bunch of guys, and it's probably gonna be really entertaining and cool what they do. But I like the storytelling when it comes to pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. How are you? And, and this is what I used to think: it's like, how are you really gonna do storytelling when you got wrestlers that show up here for one company and then show up over here at another company? Yeah. There's not really a chance to do a story because it's not like what you see on TV. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but I'm seeing that's really not the case sometimes. Sometimes, mm-hmm. like you were saying, Chris, you know, you got guys that you faced in one promotion. All of a sudden, they're you're at another promotion. Oh, there's that guy that you were doing. So I'm starting to have a lot of fun with it. Oh, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? I'm really starting to enjoy it, and just I, I, I I've been looking around lately on Tony Chris. We're gonna have to do a lot of traveling because I'm seeing some shows pop up, and I'm like, dude, I think I want to go to that. Dude, yeah. <laughs> I think I want to go yeah. to that one. I think I want to go to that one. So um, it's just it's it's really exciting. I was going with someone with that, and I forgot. So forget it. Anyway, <laughs> no, uh, by the way, Texas has gotten really hot on the independent scene. Yeah. Like um, a couple years ago, when I was like doing the lucha gimmick and then kind of started out with the max heights thing texas was trying to find its way right but now like you'll see great shows in texas all over texas um, yeah houston uh they got loco they got wrestle rave uh which is tonight by the way right. they've got new texas pro like there's so many independent companies that are bringing in big names to face guys from texas that you know it's going to help us all you know right right just to right reconnect with show people. every weekend yeah, yeah, you could travel. <laughs> yeah, you could travel anywhere and catch a show, which mm-hmm. I, which I think is awesome. You know, um, and and man, to me that's great. I was really impressed because, so, the first independent show that I went to that that got me back into it again was actually a Mission Pro Wrestling show, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna be real. I went to that show not expecting a lot. God, I'm gonna sound so sexist when I say this. Mm-hmm. I don't mean to, but growing up. Like I said, I'm from the old school. So growing up in that kind of a, a of a time, the women wrestlers didn't do much. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so here I am. I hear about this show that's all women, Mission Pro Wrestling, and it was right down the street. You know, so I was like, I'll go check it out. And honestly, the only reason I went was because I knew Thunder Rosa was going to be there, mm-hmm. and she had a rivalry going on with uh, Dave Lagreca, the host of Busted Open, mm-hmm. and he was going to be there. So that's really what drew me to the show. And I went, oh, my God, I am so happy that that freaking show made me think differently, you know, because those women brought it. Yeah. Every single match. It's all women. All mm-hmm. of it. And it was a great show. So that was my first independent show, like getting back into the indie scene. Then I went and checked out AWP. Mm-hmm. AWP impressed me because being an independent promotion, 
they still kind of did a lot of the stuff that you see on TV. They had mm. the big screen. They had the music. You know, uh, when I saw you first come out, they had your little video thing, mm-hmm. video package on the screen, and you came in through the entranceway, and I'm just like, dude, they doing it like you see on TV. That's yeah. dope, you yeah. know? So it's it's gotten me excited because I've seen video footage of other promotions and things like that. I'm like, yeah, I got to check. I, Texas is bumping. I yeah, can tell Texas sure. is really, really bumping, and that's awesome. So you're going on 10 years in the business. Are you still as passionate as you were at the very beginning? I'm more passionate. Even now. more passionate. Yeah. And I think that's just because, well, like I started the whole Max Heights thing in 2018. So that hasn't been going on crazy amount of time. So right. like right now I feel like I'm catching my groove. I feel like I haven't hit my stride yet. Like gotcha. I feel like I'm about to get there. And gotcha. it's it's it pushes me more, you know. Right, like, right. Um like I can like like this weekend I have like I had a show yesterday, I have a show tonight, I also have a show on Sunday. Oh, that's awesome. And so man. usually when I get home after something like that, I don't want to do anything. Like right, I don't want right, to right. get out, I don't want to go to the gym. Right. But I'll get home and be like, I just did that. Let's go push harder yeah and I, yeah. it'll you know it's keeping the motivation so man that's awesome yeah that's awesome well listen we're gonna take a short break okay and when we come back we're gonna continue this conversation with you i want to get into some more stuff uh, but uh for those of y'all listening at home we're gonna give you some me- uh, message from our sponsor and then come right back with us so we can get more from max high so we'll be right back fellas i know how it is your hair and beard are looking rough and you need to get it taken care of right away the problem is where do you go well say no more because I have the perfect place just for you. At Hanley's Good Time and Barbershop, you'll get that fresh cut and trim by well-trained professionals who know just how to get what you want, a man's cut and a man's trim. Dallas, Jawan, and Derek will hook you up with your tailored-to-you cut along with a straight razor shave and a relaxing hot towel treatment. These fellas will give you that old-school treatment where you sit back and relax and unwind while you get back to looking like a gentleman should. When you walk in the door, talk to old Dal and let him know that Rob T. and Kayfabe Chris sent you and he'll offer you a complimentary cold one or a shot of whiskey. Stop by 322 West Hopkins Street in San Marcos, Texas or go online and make your appointment today at HanleysBarbershop.com. Hanley's Good Time and Barbershop, where good times and good vibes make for a great look. And we are back. Man, we're having a great time here talking to Mr. Max Heights. Now, Max, you mentioned about how you, your biggest, uh, well, not say your biggest, but you're a big fan of Rey Mysterio. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on Eddie Guerrero? Oh. Hmm. Eddie is my all-time favorite. Nice. That is my guy. Um, we, we'll go back to the, the, live inter- the live events that I was telling you about. When I was... Uh, I don't know how old I was. It was an it was an 04. It was Prime Eddie and JBL rivalry. And they went to Odessa and they had their match there. And I will never forget, like, as soon as we walked up to our seat, there was a garage door opening because the, the, the Coliseum was so weird. Like they came out from the side. It it, it looked real old school. It was mm-hmm. dope. But there was a big garage door right there and it looked like that's where they should have came out from. But it was just open and there was a car in there, like a low rider. And I was like, Oh shoot that. And I'm I'm just staring at it, like, waiting for Eddie to walk up to it. I'm like, he's got to be there somewhere. He's got to be there somewhere. And I, I seen, like, I seen Chavo. I seen the Dudleys. I seen Cena. Right. You know, and I'm just like, where's Eddie? Like, right, he's right. got to be there somewhere. 
and then they started closing the door and i seen eddie walking up and he kind of like got down and looked at the rims and the door just shut and i was like no no (laughs) and so i was just waiting the whole night for eddie to come out and i remember when his music hit i couldn't hear it like it was that loud in there. Wow. Like, I was ready to hear it. And as soon as Viva gone, wow. I was like, bro, it is loud. Like, and I just, I'm like, that moment right there, too. I was like, man, wow. this is dope. Like, How old were you? I don't know, man. I was like in fourth grade, maybe. Wow. Fifth yeah, grade. So you were like, I was, I was young, yeah. But, yeah. And How did it hit you when you passed? Hard, dude. Yeah. I, I remember watching the whole, uh, the show. And when they started playing the tribute video, I remember getting up off my couch and going to my room and watching it because I was like, I'm about to just ball my yeah, eyes out. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I just went to my room and started watching it. And I just, I like this. When Eddie died, uh, for me, uh, it was weird because um, I think I had gone to my mom's house like the day after or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think it was the day after Raw. You know, they had the tribute show and everything. And um, it was crazy because I walked in and... Uh, I have a weird relationship with my siblings. Like we're not, they, they, they're not the kind to show their emotions at all. Mm -hmm. I'm the only one that's like the more sensitive guy. Um, you know, musician, creative, you know, but, uh, anyway, um, my brother looked at me and he goes, Eddie. And I was like, I know. And we hugged each other. It was like, we lost a family member. Yeah. It was crazy. Um, cause that one, that one hit me hard because it's weird for me with, with, with wrestling, I always felt like, oh, I'm probably going to meet this wrestler one day, mm-hmm. you know, because I've met a lot of wrestlers, you know, throughout my years of being a fan. And so it did, it wasn't out of the out of the stretch of my imagination that I could possibly meet this wrestler one day. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And Eddie, just to me, I, because I could relate to him so well, for some reason, I felt like I'm going to get to meet him one day, yeah. you know, yeah. and to, to know that it would never happen now. It was it broke my heart, you know, because he was he was one of. <sighs> one of my favorites you know mm-hmm. definitely um it was so i was in such disbelief no offense to to chavo because i love chavo guerrero too it's just i was a bigger fan of eddie but when i heard the news about eddie i i, I literally was like please let it be a mistake let it be chavo not eddie <laughs> like bro. which is which is bad to say i know but that's just how emotionally involved i was yeah. with him you yeah. know but um yeah so it was it hit me hard you so. know that that trivia show like it was emotional, the tribute show they did on Raw. You know what got me during that time was uh, the SmackDown when Batista came out. Oh, I, he couldn't even really he talk? He couldn't even really talk, and I was just like, wow. Like, that got me emotional, because, yeah. you know, you see these guys. I mean, yes, they are characters, but you see them as these tough guys. Yeah, yeah. And for that... Uh, for them to be actually human. Yeah, and during, yeah. That, during that time, like, I was still... I mean, I was out of high school, I was in college, but I was still a little young, so it was kind of that cliche of, like, you know, guys shouldn't... Be right, an emotional right, right. kind of thing, um, but yeah, that's that, that's the time that got me. I mean, yeah, overall. So yeah, I, I got to ask Max, uh, going back to to you and your career and everything. How do you like? Uh, I guess you would call it the grind of of being a professional wrestler. I, I'm telling you, the thing I'm really loving about when I talked more and more to to the indie stars is the parallels because mm-hmm. I'm a musician. Yeah. You know, and and I go and I play gigs, you know, like uh, before you walked in, I was just apologizing. I'm going to do it on air again. I'm so sorry to my partner because <laughs> uh, he's getting married next week mm-hmm. and and I'm going to probably miss it because I have to go play a gig. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And Nancy but, Nate's going to take your spot. Again. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, 
but there's so many so many similar parallels in that you know um because you're going from town to town Mm -hmm. to to do a performance uh i know in april i'm gonna be doing a four-day tour one day right after the other in Mm -hmm. different parts of texas um how do you like that grind how is it for you it's it's getting better yeah um (laughs) it started off like man like like i said like i would get home and just not want to do anything um you talk about the musician thing like i have a i have a buddy that i uh I work with back at home uh-huh. um he's in a band and we we always used to like kind of like fight for like all right who's gonna be off this weekend to go do things oh, and, like, right, right. like and and he noticed the parallels in the music and wrestling as well he actually just bought a dope van he's like yeah we're gonna use this a tour i was like man i envy you right now <laughs> it's so cool um but yeah dude like it's it it's it's a love-hate thing. Like, I love, like, whenever I make a stop at a store or something, I'm like, I'm really doing this. Like, I'm really right. traveling and doing this. And then when I get back in my car, I'm like, I'm really doing this. Like, I really don't want to be doing this. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, but, I mean, it's okay. Like, once I get, like, uh, I forgot who I was telling last night. Um, I think I was telling Drew. Uh, Drew Dredd. You yeah. Guys seen Drew? Oh, yeah. I was telling him last night, like, being there at the venue with the ring set up and our around all your peers like that right there is like the moment like it's like i'm relaxed like i'm in relaxation right here right um everything else is just a blur like now it's just a blur but when i'm when i get to the building it's all worth it so let me add on to that because you said like early on the grind it was kind of like you didn't want to really do anything after you were done um you mentioned you had your son in 2017 how has that affected your mentality on the grind Mm. on the road like I said, at first, I didn't want to go anywhere. Yeah. Um, that's just how it was. Like, I, I I have, like, real bad anxiety with stuff like that. Like, I'm like, okay, what if something happens to me on the road? What if something happens while I'm gone to them? Right. And it just, it it messes me up You're so no bad. You're no longer thinking about just yourself. Yeah, like, and then I'm, like, thinking about wrestling. Like, do I even want to go to the show? Like, and um, uh, progressively, when my son started getting into wrestling, like, he, man, at, like, two years old he would hear like the first note of a theme song and be like oh that's john cena yeah. oh that's <laughs> wow. that's ray mysterio that's and awesome. i'm like okay you're into this stuff and now like he he is like super into it and it's funny because every time i get my suitcase ready he's like oh max heights is gonna wrestle I'm like yeah max heights is gonna wrestle <laughs> that's cool and uh and so now it just it it's a whole different perspective on it because now i'm like okay now i can grind for myself but also for him like I I haven't missed any of my son's birthdays. Like I I do not plan on doing that until like I'm contracted. Like any bookings on September 26th or anywhere around there, guys. I'm sorry, you're not gonna get those. <laughs> um, I've missed a lot of birthdays. I, I just missed my niece's birthday party, um, which is hard because it's their very first birthday party, and I, they're they're twins. I, I love them so much. Um, but uh, it's their first one. It was their first birthday party. I, oh, okay. I was there for their birthday. Well, I, I got to sing happy birthday through FaceTime. Um, but their first birthday party, I missed it. So how old are they? Um, they just turned one. Oh, yeah. they're, yeah. they're not going to remember. Um, You're good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just felt bad because it's their, their very first birthday. You right, know? right. And, uh, and like, I've missed uh, a lot of my nieces and nephews' parties. And I'm just like, man, like, I really, like, it sucks. But at the same time, it's like, I see how they react when they see me wrestle or when they ask me, like, oh, when's your next match? Like, they never, like... They've never asked me like, "Oh, where were you for my birthday party?" They literally would be like, "Who are you wrestling next? Where are you wrestling next? Uh, do you have any more matches on YouTube?" Yeah. And it just makes me feel like, okay, like I, I need to get somewhere higher so you guys can see me do more and more of this. Like, 
And so now the grind is more so like I think about that in the back of my head. Like this isn't just for me now. This is for my family, you know, like this is for anybody who supports me. Like this is what it's for. So. Yeah. And so does your family. I mean, obviously probably like, you know, um, your family, your media family goes out to go see your match. But does like your extend like your sisters and all mm-hmm. that go out there as well? Yeah, I have two sisters. They uh, one of my sisters was actually there in Nevada last night. Um, they were visiting family. So. See, like, like today, like my my sisters and uh, my mom and dad are over there celebrating my grandma's birthday, but I'm on the road, so um, you're with us. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, um, but yeah, they 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 support it real well. They buy they all buy, buy all my merchandise. Like they they check up on me like on everything like they ask me when the next show is stuff like that how's it going my sister actually hates my heel character by the way <laughs> oh wow yeah. well um, that means you're getting good heat then that's, so that's a good saying. thing right? I'm like, yeah, okay yeah. if you guys don't like me then i'm doing my job like so at no point did like your family ever say dude this is you know you could get hurt you could do anything like that my like, mom hates it really yeah she hates it she she loves it like she loves she supports me 100 but like like before she went to the show last night she was like what kind of matches like are you gonna use any weapons like i don't want to because the very first time we went to my hometown which is colorado city i had a match with max castellanos and we brought a steel chair in um he chopped me about 50 times wow um and i just took some massive heat because he's like a bigger dude so i was like oh yeah you, you got to give me some some good heat so that when i come back yeah the the hometown is gonna be like oh come on man you gotta and, come up from behind yeah, they loved it like it was super loud in there that was a packed out place and when i got done i looked and my mom was over there at the door and she was just shaking her head and i was like and then she told me like anytime it's gonna be like that tell me so i don't come like, <laughs> come on, <Mom."> baby boy. <laughs> it's understandable right yeah, i mean it's yeah. definitely understandable so oh dude that's, that's crazy man that's <laughs> yeah, it's, crazy it's funny so man. do you like the uh, we were talking about this before the show how the indie guys you, you guys seem to work really snug mm-hmm. um is that something that you prefer do you, yes. do you like that you yes. like taking the hits you like doing mm-hmm. that kind of stuff yes i think that um if you deliver them and deliver them back that ensues fire like a lot of people have that that problem like when they're like getting into it they have problems with like firing up like like if you see like forum exchanges right sometimes it's just like you're going soft or whatever it's 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 easier to sell because you're actually like out yeah yeah but then also you're like oh you want to hit me boom and then right. like it the the fans are like oh snap like this is like it's it's not insulting their intelligence you know if you're, if right. you're throwing a punch and it's weak like if i'm a fan i'm gonna be like come on man like yeah exactly um and this is nothing against like people who are who are not snug like if you can throw the punch the right way like scott hall man that guy can throw a punch and probably didn't even touch anybody right but looked solid right um as long as you can make it look solid like that but with like forearms and chops especially like if you lay those in like people are gonna be behind you on that and then yeah it's yeah. gonna fire up your opponent to yeah. go back at you right now at, at any point in like in your career that you've been almost 10 years now has there ever been a time where you're obviously you said you wrestle snug, but that it went a little further and got turned to a shoot? Oh no, um, not for me. No, get out um, of my head. I was gonna ask that question too. Actually, <laughs> I, I, I've seen people like get a little pissed off with things, um, but no, there's never been any. I've never had. I don't like having heat with anybody in this business, man. Like it's. I'm not saying I have like a big group of friends. Like I still keep my circle small, you know. Like right. I, I trust a certain amount of people, but with um, with like getting heat with somebody, like I'm not about that. Like I, this is like it's a business. We're all passionate about this right. business. Like yeah. let's all, like we're all in this as brothers and sisters, you know. Like right. 
ain't no reason for for any of that so like if if somebody hits me and they get pissed off i'm like i'll ease up like chill like has there been any like confliction as far as like how the match is gonna end like who's gonna go over and who's gonna there's been some of that sometimes yeah but that's that's just you know that that happens in this business you got two creative people wrestling or sometimes possibly you have a six man seven man ladder match it's like you don't know what to do so when you go into your matches do you Go in with the understanding of exactly what you're going to do with your opponent, or are you calling on the fly? Or mm, that just depends, I guess. Um, there's a lot of times now, like, yeah, we we like to uh kind of know what we're doing, but like for me, that's that kind of helps the drive go by. Like, all right, well, what am I going to do to start the match? What am I going to do to end the match? Because, like, if you're if you're a baby face, you got to have your cool moves to mm-hmm. do, and if you're a heel, you got to think about the things you got to do to put heat on your baby face right um and also if you're baby face you got your comeback and then you got your your false finishes and stuff like that so on the road like i'll think okay let me think of five different moves that i can do in this match and i'll have them in my head and so when we get to the show and somebody's like all right so what do you want to do i'm like this is what i want to do boom 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 boom. okay cool and then they have theirs and then that gives you the whole time to prepare for the match so it's got to be challenging for for you guys to call anything because it's not like on TV, you know, you mm-hmm. don't have the thousands and thousands of people mm-hmm. most yeah. of the time yeah. to cover up any conversation that might be happening right. in the ring, you know, because mm-hmm. that's one of the things I'll be honest. That's one of the things when I've seen these indie shows that I look for. And I got to say, to my surprise, I haven't really heard a lot of calling. And if they're doing it, they're doing a very good job of not letting the the, the fan hear it because mm-hmm. I haven't really heard anything. Maybe just once. I think I heard one at the Aftermath show. I don't even remember which match it was. But for the most part, it, it's just it was just action upon action upon action and I wasn't really seeing any any calling or anything mm-hmm. like that. Um, so kudos to you guys for being able to, to do that because, you know, it's not like you're tens of thousands of people are going to yeah. be at an indie show and they can call like crazy because you're not going to hear it but unless yeah. the camera's there you can because i've seen that's that why, a bunch yeah, that's of times. why i like to uh I, I really like to work the crowd because if they get invested in it they get louder and so like if you have a crowd like even if it's if it's ten thousand people twenty thousand people or 20 people like right. if they get loud right you're not gonna like if you get them invested in it then you right. can just like slightly i'm gonna throw your drop kick real quick like yeah. all right cool yeah um kind of goes like same thing with the music scene i mean oh yeah for sure you, you and i have been on stage with you know 20 people we've been on stage with yeah. 200 people you yeah. know so yeah. yeah no that's true so speaking of, of of the audience so here's here's my question um because like at the aftermath show right mm-hmm. we got a friend of the show who who is over there in uh in Uvalde, and he he gets loud like he's oh. he's a, he, he's his own he's his own little entertainment. Uh, yeah, you know? I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and then, and then when he starts drinking though, he gets a little bit. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Have you ever had? You said you, mostly you work heel. Has your heel character ever gotten so much heat with the audience that they've really interacted with you? Like, have you ever had someone try to attack you or maybe just yell in your face? He just or? said they threw airplanes at him. <laughs> <laughs> Not attack me per se but the, the very first time that i like i practiced it out um there right. was a like uh you guys you you know t-ray right i heard of him. okay so yeah. um he got me on this show uh heart of texas wrestling in waco and he he knew what the hill character i was going with was going to be and he's like do you want to practice it here like it's like yes like for sure and like I, i'm down to do that so my first match was actually with nathan bradley as a heel so oh, we cool. kind of switched right right um and we were like, all right, well, let's let's try to like run it. Let's see if we can get heat. 
as soon as I won that match and got on the curtain, like I, I put my arms out and I just felt something hit the back of my head. Oh, dang. There was like two cups thrown and I was like, oh, they're throwing stuff. And we got to the back and we were like, we made it, bro. Like we, <laughs> we did it. Like, they threw some stuff at us. Um, but no, like I've, I've had people like yell at me, but I mean, nothing physical. Right. Um, That's so weird. I, you know, because like being a heel. You know, from from the outsider's perspective, when you see people start throwing shit at you and things like that, you're like, God, that sucks. But as a heel, you're like, Yeah, come yeah, on, yeah. bring it, bring yeah. it, and bring it's gotta it. Be, it's got to be a different kind of time in wrestling because back in you know the 80s, 70s, 80s, even the 90s, before kayfabe was broken, yeah, yeah, you know, there was legitimate. Oh yeah, the stories know. that were told. Right yeah. now, you're yeah. you're familiar with the understanding that this is right. a sport, this is a story, and right. So they're not as, but then of course you know you have yeah. a couple of uh, beverages. Yeah, <laughs> things, things get a little crazy. That's gonna yeah. change. So when I was at the first uh, the AW the first AWP show I went to, uh, no, I'm sorry, was it the first? Yeah, it was the first. Uh, in December was the Olympus. That was mm-hmm. the one you were at too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll never forget. Uh, I was having banter back and forth with one of the guys from Culture Shock. I, I can never remember his name. The curly haired guy, mm-hmm. um, him, and he was talking shit about my i was wearing a cowboy's jacket and he was talking shit about that i'm talking shit to him we're going back and forth we're bantering and everything well when they had the intermission i went to the concession stand he was there he saw me coming the look on his face i like no we're cool dude <laughs> we're cool dude i'm That's not funny. i'm not one of those fans you know i get it you know i get it and everything um yeah man so uh it's it's so different now because uh back then before the whole breaking kayfabe you would have i'm sure you've heard stories uh Rick Flair tells a story about how he showed up at a, at a convenience store. Ricky Steamboat was there. Mm. Have you heard that story? Mm-mm. Yeah. So, of course, back in the kayfabe days, they had a huge rivalry going, and they would go town to town with that rivalry. So they would face each other multiple times in, in all these different towns. Well, they just happened to be getting gas at the same uh, gas station. And back then, heels rode with heels, faces rode with faces. Mm-hmm. So they... It was by accident. They ended up at the same place. So Ricky Steamboat walked into the store where uh, Ric Flair was. And I guess he was about to pay or something. And just to save kayfabe, Uh he just walked up to Ric Flair and pushed him and just started going off on him. Like, if I ever, you know, blah, 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 blah. And it totally caught him off guard, you know, and everything. And he just walked out just to save kayfabe. Because back then, you wanted to keep the story going. You know what I mean? (laughs) But nowadays, it's just not like that. It seems to be, it seems sometimes it's it's a little harder to keep it going, to keep the uh, whole illusion of breaking away from your reality to understand this story. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I honestly, I still haven't made the decision if that's a good thing or a bad thing. You know what I mean? Because speaking for myself, I can forget my world Mm -hmm. and get into this world. You know, if I were to go, if I was able to go watch you tonight, uh, you know, at your show, I would be able to buy into the fact that you're a heel and forget that we had this awesome conversation mm-hmm. and you're a great guy because I'm the kind of guy that does buy into the story. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people are like that. Have you found any kind of challenges with that kind of thing? Mm, I mean, there's a lot of like, you know, the younger kids right. who still know me as, you know, the Max Heights of this baby face. Right. Um, I can go out there and act however I want. And that, that goes with, like, WCW, too, back in the day, too. Like, Rey Mysterio turned heel with the Filthy Animals for a little bit. Right. I did not care. Like, I was yeah. like, oh, Hoovy, Ray, yeah. Kidman, I love you guys. Like, yeah, yeah. You guys are dope. Conan, like, that was cool. Like, yeah. I didn't care. Um, so, that it's mainly just the younger audience. Who, right. But, um, right. and I, 
my character right now, like I, uh, I don't want to say it's not like straight heel. Like I, I, I am a heel character, right? But like I also think of it as like I say like Terrell Owens or like Prime Time, you know, like those guys, they were cocky right arrogant and people didn't like him it, it, because yeah, people it. didn't like him but if they did like him like oh yeah come take a picture with me you know you want to take a picture with me that that's right, how I get. So right, it's right, like, right. It, you know it, it just works out perfectly like right. if a kid wants to take a picture like yeah you want to come take a picture with main event like come take a picture with the main yeah. event like so it works out um i gotta tell you man um some of, again going back to just meeting and getting to to interact with a lot of the indie stars such as yourself mm-hmm. um dude i'm loving the talent that i'm coming across you know oh, yeah. um i'm totally breaking kayfabe here i know uh, that's me sir yeah i know i'm totally breaking kayfabe here but danny orion danny orion really impressed me Mm -hmm. not just his ability in the ring but his character you know um and you were talking earlier about the whole punching thing making it look real and everything Mm -hmm. he's one of the ones that i gotta say you know um when he hit me you know yeah it didn't it didn't hurt (laughs) you know but it looked like it did, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, dude. And I told him after we we got done, I was just like, bro, that that. Lo- I mean, and he's like, well, we trained. I'm like, well, yeah, I, I get it. I get that <laughs> yeah. you trained, but what I mean, do. yeah, but it's just it, it just it's I, it makes me respect this business even more. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I love his character. Um, uh, what's his name? Um, Eric. Eric Shadows is another one mm-hmm. that I'm just like, I hate that guy. Yeah, yeah. you know. I mean, of course, not him, right? But that character, he's mm-hmm. just like, yeah, he's a good on the mic. And, oh, it, I'm just really impressed. You guys are not just weekend warriors that are trying to get in the ring and, you know, hey, I want to do this because I've always wanted to be a wrestler, blah, blah, blah. No, you guys take this seriously. And it makes me feel good as a fan mm-hmm. because the next generation of professional wrestler is going to keep this art form going, is going to keep it, you know, when you do get to the WWE, you're going to have that. You see what I said there? You're going to get that. <laughs> when you get to the WWE, you're going to still have that heart. And when I see you on TV, I'm going to know, dude, that's Max. He's doing it for the real reasons. He's keeping it going. Well, man. I like to think that once he gets to WWE, we're going to be there anyway because he's going to hook us up with some tickets. That's what I'm talking so, about. That's what I'm talking about. You know. <laughs> WWE or AEW. Yeah, there you go. That's what I'm hoping for. So let me ask you a question. You've been doing this for almost 10 years. Are there some uh, indie stars that you just are really high on that you'd like to mention to us? Maybe some guys we should look for, look out for, go check them out, bring them on the show, anything like that. Oh, man. There's there's plenty. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I mean, you guys, Brian Keith is, he's doing big things right now. He is the new Texas pro champion. Um but he is everywhere. Um, he's he comes out to still tipping. You guys, oh, okay, you know? yeah. Um, he's just he's a dope character, man. Like I, I uh, I've known him since you know he started at Row. I met him there. Um, talked to him a couple times, but you know he hit his stride like a couple years ago. And I was I remember like watching a promo of his, and I was like I really like this guy. Like I'm a fan. Like I, I turned into a fan. And then, you know, now he is just popping. Like, he is a guy that you need to look out for. He's going to be somewhere big. Him and Mysterious Q. You guys heard of Mysterious Q? I've heard the name, but yeah, I haven't seen you him. You need wrestling. to check this guy out. This guy is amazing. And, and I mean, there's so many. There's Gino, Medina, uh, Aaron Mercer, ASF. Guys, you, yeah, you we know, know ASF. ASF. Yeah. ASF's doing big things. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of talent in Texas and, and women, too. Like, it's, it's, it's crazy that all this talent is in Texas right now because, you know, back then, like, you would have your shows with a bunch of guys who were they were hard workers great guys but you had your standouts like you know like i'm 
thinking about like Ricky Ricky Starks and, and yeah. Sammy Guevara yeah. and Keith Lee. You know, you see those guys and you're like, okay, those are the main eventers and we're over here doing our thing. But now it's like anybody in a locker room, like anybody in that locker room at WrestleRave tonight, I feel like could be in a main event match. Um, everyone who was at the AWP show, I feel like they can be on a big time show. Like right. every, like people in Texas, like it's yeah. it's ridiculous now. Right, like, right. It, it, it makes that, that grind, it gets you hungrier for that. Yeah, you know? yeah, for sure. So, for yeah, sure. I mean, just um, and I, I can find the list afterwards because there's well, so time, many people. Give it time because uh, Tony Khan's still picking up talent for AW and now he's got Ring of Honor to fill up. Yes, I yes, know. Yes, yeah. yes, so, yes. Yeah, yeah. That was one thing we were we were at the show on 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 Wednesday, and uh, I, I got to say this because I told this to to Chris is I really um, Tony Khan. I'm a fan because like he didn't have to do what he did that night. He came out, he greeted the crowd, and. I told I told Chris I go you don't see Vince McMahon doing that. Vince McMahon if he comes out he's gonna come out you know strutting his stuff and just. But Tony Khan you would have thought a fan came from the crowd and started yeah. running down the ramp. That's what he looked like, mm-hmm. you know. And then to be able to express his thanks to San Antonio and he mentioned it was his first time in San Antonio and how he loved everybody like you could feel that you know what i mean so i just had to throw that in there because it was it was just an awesome uh event on wednesday that's cool but um but anyway so uh we're gonna take another break okay. and when we come back man i want to kind of get into what's gonna happen tonight you're gonna be wrestling tonight um you're actually wrestling for a title mm-hmm. so i kind of want to talk about that i want to talk about your opponent i found out uh who you were wrestling mm-hmm. um which was uh, anakin rosa and i've had an opportunity to meet him he's a you know pretty cool kid uh so i want to talk about that and everything he's all right. <laughs> <laughs> so I definitely want to talk about that. Uh, so we'll do that when we come back uh, after this break. So keep it right here. All right. Going on 10 years in the community, Metroflex Gym has been the place for back-to-basics, no-fluff training. At Metroflex, you'll have the resources available to you to reach your fitness goals, whatever they may be. Owner Daniel Haggerty is available and ready to help guide you in the proper direction to get the best results for your health. Want to lose weight? Increase stamina or gain mass? Daniel Haggerty is a licensed trainer with over 25 years experience in nutrition and training and knows how to get the most out of your workouts. Come by today for a visit at 2101 Clovis Barker Road, San Marcos, Texas, or call to make an appointment for a tour at 512-878-8575. Homegrown in the community and veteran-owned, Metroflex Gym is the hardcore training place for a hardcore workout. Call today. Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Rob T. from the What's On My Mind podcast. I'm here to tell you about a great podcast where we talk about whatever comes to our mind every single week. Topics range from religion, life, politics, or even music. We interview great guests and introduce you to the most interesting people. So tune in every Thursday to a new episode on your favorite podcast streaming platform and check out just what's on my mind. back man we have been having an awesome time today talking with the great max heights uh awesome performer but one thing i'm definitely learning is also an awesome dude man this has just been so much fun i was telling you during break i wish i could go and see your show today uh because i really enjoy seeing you perform i've seen you perform also uh, my wife reminded me a little while ago do you remember the rolling oaks mall they had the wrestle fest mm-hmm. 
I saw you there too. Oh, cool. Yeah, because I was Russell, there. Uh, Corvus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw I saw you there too. I and, saw that match uh, on YouTube. It was really good. Yeah, it was a great match. And Corvus is a whole different style. Yeah, like he's yeah. he's more of the like. Like, no offense, Corvus, but like the angry chihuahua that's going to bite your ankles. You know what I mean? <laughs> Corvus is a fighter, man. Corvus is Definitely, a fighter. Definitely, man. I, I really enjoy watching him. Dude, for me, I popped big at, at the uh, at the Aftermath show when he came out at the very end of the whole show and, yeah. and faced uh, the House of Wolves. House of Puppies? Yeah. I was just, I was the ready. Paw to, yeah, the Paw Patrol. Yeah. Oh, I like that. The Paw Patrol. <laughs> I like awesome. that. Uh, I was ready for him to go at it. Then when he busted out the skewers, I was like, yes, <laughs> let's do it. Let's do yeah. it. Um, yeah. So no, man, that that was awesome. So yeah, I ha- I've seen you now three times, and and each time has been a great match, bro. Honestly, oh, honestly, thank you. And tonight, so tonight you're gonna be in Houston, correct? Mm-hmm. And you're gonna be facing Anakin Rosa, yes. who is the son of the new AEW Women's World Champion Thunder Rosa. Yeah, and which uh, by the way, that was the most amazing match. Yeah, it, we got to was, see it live. Yeah, it was it was awesome. It was really good. Did you happen to see the match? I haven't seen it yet. No, you're, <clears throat> you're in for a treat. It's a really, really good yeah, match. Definitely. Yeah, and uh, I was actually really I popped huge because it was in San Antonio, mm-hmm. and they started off um, Thunder Rosa's entrance with the mariachis, Ooh, mm-hmm. yeah. which was kind of cool and everything. But yeah, it was a really good match. But um, I got to meet Anakin Rosa at the Rolling Oaks Mall event. Oh, and, cool! And he's uh, he's he's a little guy. Yes. Uh, spry, and he's he's actually really good in the ring. Uh, and he's he's really cool. He's really down to earth, and he's just uh, he's a kid, man. He's 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 really cool. I mean, uh, how do you feel about wrestling this kid, man? Um, well, you know, so it's uh it's for the Kingpin Heavyweight Championship, by the way, which is uh Ringside Records. Okay, Ringside is like Records. A new, is this like a new title or? Uh, yes. Uh, so they they kind of started up. Um, I want to say sometime last year. And they, uh, you know, they ran a couple uh, shows, but they've been doing these spotlight matches at different shows. Like this is Russell Rave's promotion. They've done a couple spotlight matches. Gotcha, there. gotcha. Um, but I've been kind of the guy who's went on and did these ringside record shows. Like uh, Big Ed, he's a he's a rapper. Right. He's he puts these shows on and he gets some spotlight matches. He'll put a couple people in and then he'll bring in some people to face them. And uh, I've done quite a bit of them. And so now he's he's presented me with the opportunity to have the first chance at this championship right he also gave me the opportunity to pick whoever i wanted so that's how this oh, match cool. came about yeah so you picked anakin i picked anakin and check this out first yeah so a lot of people were like oh how did he get this championship match like it it's because of me like i mean it could have been because of his mom you know but it's because of me mm. and the reason i did this was because uh in a couple weeks there's this thing coming around called wrestlemania yeah right? yeah yeah and uh a lot of independent shows are going to be going Never on in Arlington. <laughs> Never heard of it. <laughs> a lot of a lot of independent shows are going on in Arlington for the uh, sports entertainment fans. You know? Oh yeah, 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 for sure. So, for sure. Um, like Chris Jericho. Yes. <laughs> and also, like my tagline is the supreme athlete of sports entertainment. Ah. And okay. so I am going to go to Arlington and compete in however many matches I have that weekend. Wow. Um, so I got to stay healthy so that you know. There, there can be some people floating around, you right? Know? Of course, it's of course. Right there where Russell, it's I think it's like ten minutes away from the building, from the arena, yeah, or the stadium, I should say, yeah. Um, so I got to stay healthy to show out. So, no offense, but I had to pick somebody who's gonna be light work, and so that was wow. that was Anakin. Okay, um, okay. It, but also, like like I've said, you know, it's it's like Apollo Creed said, you know, it's a land of opportunity. Yeah. So I'm giving somebody a chance to step up, somebody who's really young, looks like. 
Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's really young. Um, but I'm giving him the opportunity to step in the ring and see what he can do. But, I mean, to be honest with you, I don't know if he can hang with me. But we'll see. We'll so see. So you're, you're coming in as Apollo. <laughs> yeah, and you want him to take the role of well, Rocky. Well, see, see, he's not going to be Rocky, though. He He's not even close to Rocky. Polly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, so, man. Have you oh. have you gotten to see Anakin in action? I actually seen him at the Rolling Oaks Mall. Yeah, um, I saw him. That was the first I place him I met him. Same um, here. And I seen him work, and uh, it's, it's going to be light work tonight. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you guys. Um, nice, nice. He can do some cool stuff, but... He's not Max Heights, you know. Yeah. He's not somebody who's been grinding for years. Right. He's right. somebody who just happens to have this spot, you know. Mm. So we'll right. see what happens. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's. You're right. He is young. Uh, he's actually 15. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. that's young. That's young. So uh, you you'll be basically playing some patty cake tonight. Yeah. Now, I mean, now, now usually when I see a match like that, you know, going into it, I like to root for the underdog. But I've seen Max Heights in action. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of on Max's side right now. I got to admit, I am too. I mean, I saw that match at Rolling Oaks. That's the only time I've seen him, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, I saw that match at Rolling Oaks. And, uh, I mean, Anakin, if you're listening, no disrespect. But I got to be honest, if, if Thunder Rosa wasn't his mama, I probably wouldn't have been interested. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, yeah, yeah. you know, not not trying to throw shade, but you know, he don't get me wrong, he was good. You know, and that's was, a that's another thing too is like you know with calling out Anakin, like maybe after I uh, you know discipline him a little bit, maybe that might fire up somebody to come at me. You know, ah, so that's that's a good point. That's a very good point. And I know I'm not, I'm not a women or a woman's wrestler or anything, but yeah. uh, I will definitely gladly put this championship that i'm gonna win tonight yeah on the line against this dude's mom so Ooh, um, if she's it. ever ready you know you, you um, heard it here first y'all but yeah he'll see so we'll so, see so, so let me get this straight i'm gonna put it out there so what you're saying is when you win that championship tonight <laughs> mm-hmm. and you put young anakin over your knee and give him that discipline that he's got coming right <laughs> yeah you're yeah. saying if, if if mama bear wants to come after your title who is thunder rosa mm-hmm. you're ready yeah i'll be ready Woo. Ooh, I book it. Book I, I, I it. would be there live, front row. To so see would that. I. I was. I, I was. I'm saying, book it, man. I definitely book it. We can even set up a ring right here. Yeah. <laughs> have it streaming on our podcast. <laughs> oh man, well, that's let's do it. that. That's awesome. So, uh, what are some of the other matches on the card tonight? Do you know? Uh, yeah. Let me uh, let me pull it up real quick. Actually, so it is at the Houston Premier Arena. Um, have you guys heard about this arena, by the way? Like, no, I've never there, heard of it. There, there's a bunch of shows that run here. Um, a ton. Loco Wrestling. New Texas runs there a lot. Um, Wrestle Rave just started there. Right. And uh, yeah, I don't know why I'm looking it up on... I have the whole card right here and I'm not even paying attention. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you got Brian Keith. Um, he's putting the New Texas Pro Championship on the line. J.J. Blake is actually putting the PWF Lone Star Championship on the line. Um, there's my title match with Anakin and then also Aaron Mercer and T-Ray for the Wrestle Rave Championship. So there's oh, four nice. title matches tonight. Wow. And then on top of that, you know, you got a you got a scramble match. The winner's actually going to get to face me for the new championship because after I beat Anakin, um, you know, but that's neither here nor there. Right. Um, Ryan Davidson versus ASF. That's going to be a, a banger. Um, ASF, Dante Leon's going to be there. Um Rachel Rose, I mean, there's so much talent, man, and it's uh, there's eight matches, so uh, it's gonna be an Iron Man show. Um, nice. They usually run pretty late, but uh, they're always entertaining. Um, 
all these all the guys on this uh this card yeah. girls too like everybody's gonna show out i know they are so that's um, awesome do you have a going back now going back just to you do you have a an opponent that you love working with that you have a good chemistry with that you would say like if i had a choice to anakin aside because we know why you do it you, you need to stay healthy for, yeah, for yeah. wrestlemania so we're not counting him but if you had to choose someone to have a really good banger where you know you're tearing the roof off the place mm-hmm. uh do you have someone like that that you've wrestled with a few times um yeah there's uh there's actually somebody that i have a booking with at wrestlemania weekend um nice uh the guy I told you about that came up with my name, sort of Terrell Tempo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's flying back down, like I said. Um, and you guys have heard this online if you follow me. I'm not trying to face him. I'm just trying to, you know, right, have like right, a family yeah. reunion type deal. So, um, But if I was to have a respectable match with him, that's somebody that I've had great chemistry with. Um, Nathan Bradley somebody that I would love to put on. Like if, <laughs> if me and Nathan could go out there and do a match at WrestleMania, I bet we would steal the show. Um, yeah, you, you definitely did at uh, uh, Heck yeah, you did. Man, um, there's a there's a guy. He's not really wrestling much anymore. Is is he goes by Thomas Solomon? He's a he's kind of like a he's he's a wrestler gimmick. You know, he he wrestled in high school and, and oh, um, kind of almost like the Kurt Angle thing. Yeah, he's a yeah. he's a shooter. Um, but man, every time we get in the ring together, like it is like it's spot on. Um, man, there's there's so many people. Like I feel like I've had good matches with like everybody. Like I feel like I've just right. been on like well it's because it's, it's you so, yeah max heights is is the game Main well, not, max not, heights. Not, triple h is the game but you know what i mean you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. i'm I mean, the new game yeah man you, by you, the way i've been doing the pedigree a lot so yeah you can just oh you're the new game yeah. Yeah. The new game in town <laughs> the, you're, you're the upgrade of the yeah. game <laughs> so well the that's next awesome gen. yeah ready yeah, go yeah. next gen that's <laughs> awesome man so um as as we wind down here as we're coming to the end of uh of our little show here um so uh, this match tonight. I mean, are you booked straight through to WrestleMania? I mean, how how's your how's your schedule looking right now? I actually have a weekend off next week. Um, I did have a show. Um, some things fell through, so I'm like, I kind of am grateful for that because I need that break because after that, well, I've got the WrestleMania weekend, which is I've got a show Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. Like it, it nice. Um, and then uh the next weekend and then you know it's just like i i can look at my schedule right now after that like so next weekend off is going to be a good relief for me before i just go right back at it again yeah yeah i'm finding out i was finding out real quick that wrestlemania weekend the indies go nuts dude so because we're doing a uh a live live stream we're planning on doing a live stream for uh both nights of like a pre-show Oh, cool! And I thought, oh, it'd be great to get like an indie guy to come and join us. It's been hard to find because yeah, it's like here. everybody wants to be booked. Yeah, everybody's booked. Yeah. yeah. So, um, crazy. That's like a full circle moment. Actually, the first time that WrestleMania was in Dallas was at uh, 2016. Yeah, I was, was there. You were there. Yeah, I was oh, there. Dope, dope. So, um, <clears throat> they had the Evolve shows going on at this place, which this is gonna be crazy stories. I, I had a bunch of crazy stories no, about go for this. It, man. Um, so, uh. They, we went to set up the ring, me and this guy, Terrell Tempo, that I just told yeah. you about. Damn, this really is full circle. Um, so he and I went to set up this ring, and we're leaving San Antonio, and we get to, man, I, we're like about an hour out, and he's like, oh, man, I forgot my gear. And I was like, we're not booked. Like, we're just ring crew. And he's yeah. like, but, you know, like, like that's a code for wrestlers. Right. Always take your gear. Right. You never know what's going to happen. Never know. And I was like, dude, what are the chances? Like, what are the, like, 
they're having Ricochet versus Osprey. Like, what are yeah. the odds? Yeah. And he's like, hey, you're right. So we get to the building, <clears throat> and they're just having a seminar, like an Evolve seminar. And it's like, you know, Canyon Seaman and William Regal are there. Wow. And we're like, crap. And um, Albert was there, too. Like, they're all just... I was like, okay, are they wow. scouting talent right now? And we asked some of the guys, because there was a lot of guys who came from like out of state and whatnot, and they're like, oh, yeah, we're here for the seminar. Like, oh, how much you guys pay? And it was like $300 or something. I was like, oh, so y'all paid a lot for this. And we were like, okay, so. And then my trainer was like, are y'all doing the seminar? I was, I was like, Rudy, I'm not going to lie to you. I have no money. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I wish I could. Just seeing Regal and them, like, doing roles in there, like, I – I would love to do this. This is a huge opportunity. I don't have the right, money. right. And he's like, "No." He said, "Y'all can do it for setting up the ring." And I was like, "That's that's bull crap." And so we went to talk to Gabe Sapolsky, and he's like, "Yeah, just get in your gear." And I was like, "All right." And I looked at Terrell Tempo, and he was like, <laughs> "I was like, bruh." <laughs> and so, <clears throat> and my karma instant. I got to the back, and I forgot my boots at home. Oh, and man. so we get to the back, and we're asking people. So I had like purple tights and a purple mask. And I had like red boots and Tempo usually wears like biker tights and right. they're real flashy and he just had some plain black long tights. So already off the top, our gear is like they're they're like, Oh, who are these guys? Like, no, yeah. no, no we don't want to use these guys. So we're like, we have to outwork everybody. Right. And we're also exhausted because we were out the night before, like doing like I think we were filming a movie or something, like a, a short film for one of our friends. Right. So we're just exhausted and like they're they're doing this whole seminar. And it gets to this point where they're talking about promos. And we had somebody up there, you know, just giving us a lecture about promos. And I look over at him, like, because I'm falling asleep. Like, I'm everybody's, like, just zoned in, taking notes. And I'm, like, nodding off. Wow. And I look at him, and he's doing the same thing. And I'm like, oh, my God. And then they let us have a match. And so we do our match, whatever. It's it's actually on – it's on my YouTube. I think it's – I think it might be blocked because it's, like, their – Right. It's It belongs to them. It's their footage. Right. <clears throat> and so – uh. We have our match, whatever. We go, they give us some feedback, like, cool, like, whatever. And then we go back home. Tempo's like, I'm going to get my gear just in case something happens. It's like, all right. So we drive back to San Antonio. He gets right. his gear, and somebody else was leaving, like, at noon that next day. And I was like, we don't have to be there until, I think, 11. So I was like, oh, well, I'm going to just tell him that I've I got to do some stuff, and I'm going to go with him. Right. And so I gathered up my stuff and went with this other guy. So I showed up about 2 o'clock to the venue. Tempo was there, and he texted me, and he was like, we messed up. And I was like, what do you mean? Uh And I get there, and the show that Ricochet and Osprey headline, we were going to open up that show. (sighs) Yeah. And uh, I was like, no. And, (laughs) And so I'm there, like, and there's like show after show after show like it's it's two o'clock there's a show at four there's a show at six and i'm sitting here watching all these bangers you know guys like tjp ricochet uh osprey wow um all these guys just doing all these crazy things guys that we see like on the headlining shows now and i'm just watching them like wow we we had an opportunity here like i i think at one point like bailey walked right behind us wow and we're like bruh like <laughs> we we messed up and oh, uh <laughs> and down. so we just we kind of got out of our head about it and I we were like Bailey. let's go uh <laughs> let's go get something to eat so we walked downtown because it was like downtown dallas so we walked right. that subway cleared our head a little bit and then <laughs> this is the headlining part of this whole thing is we're walking back to the venue and there's this guy just sitting in a van and we look 
and we double take and we keep walking and we're like wait a minute and we look back and there's a family there like like in shock right and we're like is that and we look back and it was mick foley just sitting there in his car like wow and we're like in the hall of fame today like (laughs) is he supposed to be with wwe like what's going on like is he lost right and the family behind us was like do you think he'll take pictures with us and we're like I, I I wouldn't say that he want to be bothered, but he looks like he's chilling right now. So maybe he would take a picture with you guys. I don't know. Yeah. And so we just kept walking. We're like, just forget it. We keep walking. Anyway, we show back up to the venue where they're having a man. I it was like a like Terry Funk was gonna do something that night. Right. And so we show up to the venue, and you know we're we're walking in, and like as soon as we hit the parking lot, um, we see the same van pull into the parking lot right next to us and we're no like, way. like oh shoot like is mick gonna be on one of these indie shows and we're like no there's no way like I mean, he's lost like he's gotta be in he's gotta be at like <laughs> eight uh, uh american airlines or something and so uh we walk in there and we're like oh yeah we're here with uh, the ring crew like all right cool so we walk in and we're just sitting there and then terry funk's in the ring talking with somebody oh, and that's then, cool we're just we're sitting here watching and i was like dude we could literally spoil the show and be like hey we see mick foley outside right now and like we were like no nah, let's just let's see what happens and then they they played the cactus jack theme he came out crowd went nuts and wow. we we're like bruh we could have spoiled this not only could we have spoiled it <laughs> but like i think what could have been cool is we could have been like hey are you trying to get to the venue we can show you how to get there right. like we could have rode with mick foley to the venue right and picked his ear for like two minutes but but man, like that was just that was the his capper ear, not ears. His, <laughs> his mind. <laughs> we could have got an earful of his mind. <laughs> that's uh, a good. That's a good point, Chris. Yeah. Very good point. Uh, Poor guy. So, Jacob, Matt, last question before mm-hmm. we call it. You know, um, so out of the stars that that are out today, WWE, AEW, either one, no mm-hmm. matter NXT, whichever, mm-hmm. who would be your dream opponent? Like, who would you want to go toe to toe with? Mm, and don't give me that whole anybody crap don't give me that i mean come on give me give me somebody oh man this one's got to be ray yeah um i've been wanting to face ray since since i seen him uh, that that show on lucha underground which i've I've told the story to you guys earlier yeah where he was right behind me and i was like oh my god this ray mysterio ever since i seen that he's capable of doing that and when he was on the indies for a little bit man i was like dreaming like this could be a possibility. Yeah. And I know now, like, you know, his career is probably winding down. But if I ever had, if I had an opportunity right now to face anybody in the world, I think it would be Ray Mysterio. Ray Mysterio. Well, you got Dominique still. <sighs> Dominic. Dominic. Dominique. Dominique. He can get the same treatment that Anakin Rosa is going to get tonight. So. <laughs> Damn. I love it. I love it. Max, man, we thank you so much yes. for stopping by. No, yeah, no problem. Awesome. Hanging out. We've, this has been a great conversation. Um, I know you're going to win it tonight, bro. I, I oh, know yeah. you are. Yeah. No, no, no disrespect to Anakin. I think he's a great, great kid. I enjoyed uh, talking with him and everything. But I would just be very careful because I know that AEW is still in town right now. Yeah. <laughs> Which means the new women's champion is still in town right now. Dan's pretty close to Houston. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. You know what? You know what? Here's an open invite. If you want to show up and see this happen, you can show up, Thunder. How about that? <laughs> there it is. There it is. I don't know, man. I think I'm going to have to do some work today, and I'm going to probably release this today. Yeah. 
I, 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 you're hearing it right now. As I'm I'm recording this podcast, I'm gonna release it today. Okay, so, right. so it's gonna come out today. Oh, I'm gonna nice. make sure. Right. As soon as we get done with you, I'm gonna get to work. I did make sure to uh, tweet out to Thunder Rosa. Yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna tag her on the tweet, right. and I'm gonna say, "Hey, you've been called out on this podcast." By, by Max Heist, not not by not by, Chris, not by, not by LT, okay? No, no, by Max Heights. We are Heights. innocent bystanders, Thunder. <laughs> we love you, Thunder. That's just I'm just saying it's Max Heights. You you, you want to make it clear there, Max? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you guys did instigate it a little yeah. bit. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing us no, under the yeah, bus. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm we facing... were a fantasy book, and you took it to a whole new level. <laughs> I'm, a... <laughs> I'm facing Anakin Rosa tonight in a championship match. I'm pretty sure it's his first championship match. It's a his first big time matchup. Like this is a big time main event singles match, and he is in it because he's going. So against if you just want to happen to stroll on through and see if he can. Make a miracle happen. It's probably not going to happen, but hey, if you want to see if he can. His first uh, yeah, title match, but a few years from now, he's going to be like watching WWE and be like, I wrestled him. Yep. Mm. That's true. Mm. So yeah. We'll see. So you heard it here first. So Thunder, <coughs> Thunder Rosa, you want to make an appearance? Thunder Rosa. You know you ain't got to pay a ticket. You know you just walk right in. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know nobody will care. Yeah. Hold, hold that belt high and be like, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, man. I will now. Oof. Now I really wish I could go. Right? <laughs> but for those of y'all in the Houston area, y'all need to get out there. Y'all need to check this show out. Uh, if if not just for this match, you got to check out some of the other talent that's out there because they're going to be doing their thing tonight, and it's going to be amazing, I am sure. Max, we definitely need to have you back on the show again yes. in the future. Yeah, for sure. We and have- uh, next time, I actually might bring my agent, my agent, uh, Rike Gilmore from Superstars of Sports Entertainment. That would be He's, uh, and that would I'm be sure dope. he'll be bringing his belt with him, too. Yeah, I'll be bringing gotta, every championship that I got. Bro. I, we we got to see it. I, I would yeah. love it, man. Uh, but, yeah, thank you so much. We really appreciate your time. Uh Wish you the best tonight. Yes, we know you're going to take it. Be we know safe you're on take the road. Traveling. Yes, please be yeah, safe. Be safe sure. on the road. And uh, yeah, man, just touch base with us once it's all said and done. Let us know, you know. I'll and do us a picture. favor if you don't mind. Yep. Do us a favor if you don't mind. I know you got a lot of contacts with other indie wrestlers out there. Let them know about the Mega Powers Pro Wrestling Podcast. Yeah, for sure. Because we are giving platforms to the talent. You know, mm-hmm. it's not just about the big guys, AEWWE. Don't get me wrong. We talk about them, but... We want to talk about what's going on in our community. Texas yeah. is our community. So yes. we want to give all of you guys a platform. So if you want to come, if you're willing to make the drive to Seguin, Texas, I'm just saying you are more than welcome to come on the show. Just hit us up on our social medias or you can also email us as well. We'll be more than happy to do it. But For Mega sure. Powers Pro Wrestling Podcast is is trying to make its footprint in, in this business, you know, because uh, we love this business. We love pro wrestling. We've been fans since we were kids, still are to this day. And we just want to do anything we can to help it. Mm-hmm. And respect the hell out of it. We never want to do anything to disrespect the Definitely. business. I want to make sure to put that out there. As yeah, well. for sure. So, again, thank you, Max Heights. Uh, good luck tonight. I know you'll, you're going to kill it. I know you guys are going to tear the roof off the joint. And, uh, yeah, safe travels to you. Uh, and for the rest of y'all, thanks so much for tuning into the show. Uh, as always, it's, it's, it's great. It's fun for us. We love talking to all of you. Uh, let us know if you have any show suggestions, uh, any feedback. If you want to, you know, get in touch with Max Heights or anything like that, you can also uh, contact us as well on our social medias or email us. Uh, but until next week, uh, I think uh, we were planning on talking a little bit about AEW Dynamite since we were there in person, but we'll save that for for next week because it was all about the show, Mr. Max Heights today. So, (laughs) but we'll talk a little bit about that next time. So until next week, guys, this is Rob T and we got. 
Kayfabe Chris. And we've been loving this and we love you. So we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Mega Powers Pro Wrestling Podcast. If you'd like to contact the show with your input or questions, email us at megapowerswrestling at gmail.com. That's megapowerswrestling at gmail.com. Also find us on all social media by searching Mega Powers Pro Wrestling Podcast. Until next week, we wish you good vibes and Godspeed.